Detoxing mold toxins. That's what's happening in my world right now, thanks to a discovery in my HVAC unit uh, on Friday. So typically I have a lot of pep in my dance. Today I'm more like, you know, a little bit of exhaustion. I have to do all these binders. Oh, it's fascinating. I think I'm going to bring some of that to the show because people experience these things and they don't know what to do. Jed to the rescue. Welcome, everyone. How are you today? You having fun wherever you are? Hopefully you don't have any mold toxins. Just saying. So what are we going to do today? Today's going to be a really fun show. It's live reacts to a whole bunch of crazy content, which I know is your favorite uh, thing to see. Here's what we're going to talk about. We've got viral video content on modern women ghosting simps. Shocking. We've got women saying they're easy to please. Are women easy to please, folks in the chat? Ladies, be honest. Are you? You're not. You know it. Feminism is leaving women lonely, childless, and depressed. We have a video that's very sad to me, but very, very important for all of us to realize what feminism has done to women and listen to it in this girl's own words. It's going to be very powerful stuff. We've got insults from the most honest OnlyFans girl ever. She's going to tell you stuff that most OnlyFans girls won't say. She's telling you straight, guys. Listen up. We've got delusional young women rating men from zero to 10. Wait till you see how they rate the guys versus the women. Oh, man. We're going to answer some questions for you as well. Do men get tired of being sole financial providers? Is it smart dating advice to tell women to date more than one guy at a time? Hmm. Would women be cool with a guy who made no money? And I mean, zero dollars. Does feminism only flourish in privileged societies? We know the answer to that. But the question is why? And is Hollywood satanic? I bet you didn't see that one coming, huh? Well, wait till you see this video. Let's just say Megan Fox is saying some stuff that's great, cray. All right. All of that and more coming your way. Before we start, today's show is brought to you by Aura. Y'all know I love Aura. Identity theft is happening every 14 seconds in this country. It's very scary stuff. I've had my credit card stolen. I had a friend who had her whole identity stolen. It was a nightmare. It took her years to get her life back. Even when you have your credit card stolen, you know you have that paranoia then. What's going on? Does somebody, oh, what do I do? I got to call. I got to change everything. And then you're always paranoid. So Aura takes care of a lot of that stuff for you. It's identity theft protection, fraud monitoring, VPN, and password management, and antivirus software. It's all in one app. I'm not tech savvy. As you know, I have trouble managing my chat. And I'm able to use Aura. So you know you'll be able to handle it. Um, very, very, very user-friendly. So what does Aura do? It monitors the dark web for your emails, your passwords, and social security numbers. And it sends alerts right to your phone. If something's going down, that looks a little shady. You can set transaction limits. In other words, you can say, hey, Aura, if somebody buys anything over $500, let me know. It might not be me. It will send those confirmations to you so you can confirm or deny that it's you. You have somebody looking out for you and your financial stability. The VPN also lets you stay anonymous online by keeping your browsing history and personal information safe and encrypted. Very important in a society where privacy is dying, if not dead. Y'all know I talk about the system. I am here to protect your financial security. I am here to protect the safety and security of your family. And Aura is helping me do that. I use it for my family every single day. So here's what you can do. Very special offer. If you're curious how many times your passwords are on the dark web, and I think you should be curious and you should check this out because if nothing else, information is power. Go to Aura.com backslash Jedediah. It's also linked below in the description. You get a two-week free trial. You can go on there, 
test it out. You can see how many times your passwords are there. Is it something to be concerned about? Is it not something to be concerned about? You can read a lot about what they do and what they bring to the table and share in the comments, by the way. If you go on and you do this, I want to know how many times your passwords are found. It's valuable information to me. I think that once you go Aura, you will never go back. That's just, I went and I was like, this is a very cool company. I'm going to share it with the audience. So there you go. Check out the description, Aura.com backslash Jedediah, two-week free trial. All right. Let's get to the modern women, shall we? Okay. Ghosting simps. They say they don't do it, but they do. Let's go to 12034 Delhi. Okay, but well, why did you ghost them, though, is the question. Because I got annoyed. What was the annoying behavior? behavior? It was just doing too much. Such as? Like texting me good morning. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, no, being nice. Here's the thing. Like, yo, the reason why I, I want to get these answers, ladies, is so the guys in the chat can kind of learn. Like, yo, this is like this shit is not because I don't know why dudes send good morning texts. Yeah. Like that shit, bro. <laughs> good morning, baby. Yeah. Like, even if the girl, like, here's the thing. Because let's say the girl likes you and you send good morning texts. Yeah, she'll be happy about it in the beginning, but she's eventually gonna get worn and torn by that shit and annoyed. So yeah. and also, did you, did you like the guy oh, at first? I'm assuming. Um, I was feeling him, nothing relationship wise, but like I, but I like I you was feeling him at the time. Him. Yeah, at, okay. at the time, like now, not at all. So mm. would it be fair to say that him hitting you up too much and being annoying is what made you lose arousal for him? 100. Even though he was physically attractive. Yes. Okay. Okay, so there you go. She's telling you in her own words. Um, this this good morning text stuff. It's cute at first. I'm not going to lie. It can be cute at first. And you're like, oh, he's thinking about me. Especially if you saw, say you start dating a guy, you see him, you hang out, you have a great time. And the next morning he texts you, hey, good morning. You know, that's cute because it's like he's still thinking about you. The problem is if it goes on and on and on and the good morning doesn't, isn't accompanied by anything. It's just like, what's this guy doing? Is he just sitting around? He's got nothing better to do. It's not even like, for example, hey, do you want to, you know, get together? You want to do it's like almost like he 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 doesn't know what to do, but he's desperate to tell you that he's thinking about you. That can come off very, very simpy. And the problem is that I think that guys are so lost right now. They want to let a woman know they're interested, but they don't know how to do it in a masculine kind of way. So they turn into like versions of women, right? And they come off very needy. They come off like they don't have anything going on in their lives. Women don't want to sense that you're needy of them. Like they don't want to sit there and be like, oh, he's thinking about me all day long and he can't wait to see them, send that morning text. And again, in the beginning, what, what works in the like honeymoon phase, as we say, it wears off and then you just look kind of desperate. So there's a fine line. Now, the message here is not don't be a gentleman. There's a big difference between a gentleman and a doormat. The message here is don't be the type of person that looks like you have nothing going on in your life because actually you have nothing going on in your life and you're just making it all about her. Unattractive. I hate to say it. Unattractive. Let's go to 12202. Um, this is an expansion of that topic. That I didn't like. Give us the specifics of what made you say no. Well, I don't know. Like it could be like the smallest thing like let's say they just said something that i didn't like or you know I, like women we have boundaries as to what you can say to us what you can do to us okay. you know things like that if there's certain things that you don't do or there's certain things that you say that i don't like i might fuck you because you know you're sexy or whatever but yeah. i might not ever pursue nothing with you ever again that's okay. fair but what i'm asking is what did they do specifically that made you ghost that particular individual that what you're... did they say yeah 
Can I see you again? I don't know a specific <laughs> word to mention. Like, fuck. Something that icks you. Like, what did well, they well, yeah, What did they what say? Was like, what was the did, last? Did they, did they when they tried too hard in the beginning. That's like an ick, I guess. I might still give it to them because they're sexy. But if okay. they try too hard for it, I won't give it to like them. Like constantly again. messaging you or something? Yeah. Over pursuing? Over pursuing for sure. Okay. Okay. okay, so again, you see this pattern of women don't like guys who look desperate. Now, there's a difference between being absent and just acting like you don't care to the point where you're so aloof that she feels like, oh, I wouldn't want to be with this guy because, you know, he's completely self-centered. He doesn't know how to treat a woman properly. There's a difference between that and then somebody who's constantly texting, constantly simping. You ever, you know, the, those guys, there's some guys that will text you once, you don't answer, text you again, text you again. You're done at that point as a female. Because you're like, doesn't he have, doesn't he that need to go to the gym? Doesn't he need to eat lunch? Doesn't he have anything else, anybody else to call? Anybody, anything going on in his life? Because then it also looks like he's going to be chasing you around everywhere. He's going to be following you around everywhere he's going to be in your face all the time he's not going to have a life of his own unattractive you want to know that you got a man who has his own things to do that he takes care of himself that he cares about what kind of food he puts into his body that he cares that he's got a job that keeps him busy because that means that he's you know financially stable he's going to be able to support that family you you want a guy that's busy you know and he makes time for you yes but you're not his entire day because he's got other stuff that he needs to take care of that's a sign of a responsible adult man you don't need some like high school reject guy that's all like good morning and then waits mm -mm. unattractive very very unattractive but i would also like to say that woman is nasty nasty you heard what she said she said something nasty she said oh i might f you i might f you you know i don't have to if you're if you're you know doing all those things that i don't like i might sleep with you but i'm not going to take you seriously then if you if he's doing stuff you don't like honey why are you sleeping with him nasty behavior more 304 nonsense disgusting if he's doing stuff and you can openly, openly acknowledge, I don't like his behavior. I'm not that into him. I'm not going to take him seriously. This isn't going anywhere. But I might F him. Nasty. Nasty. There, I got it out of my system. I got the nasty word out of my system, audience. That means we're off to a good start. But isn't it nasty? Come on. Guys, you know, if you hear women talking, you know what she doesn't realize? She thinks she's got the pick of the litter. Oh, yeah, you know, I know this guy said something to me and I didn't like it, so I got rid of him. Well, you know what? There's guys listening to you, honey. Listening to you talk about how you'll do the nasty with somebody, even if you don't like them. And now they're like, well, forget about her. You know what they're saying about you? Well, you know what? Maybe I'd spend the night with her, but I'd never take her home to mom. Good job, honey. Maybe you got yourself a one-night stand, but you didn't get yourself a boyfriend. All right. Let's talk about dating advice, shall we? Oh, here. It's in an article. We switched from video. We're very, you know... We're very, um, we're good at multitasking over here at JB Live. Deli's like, no, you're not, Jed. You don't even know where your papers are. <laughs> Deli's already getting spicy. By the way, get in the chat. Super Chats will be read. Deli's going to pass them on over to me. They will be read today, uh, whether you love me or you hate me. You know, I like to get a little spice in there. So your tango has this article up that I see, 10 surprisingly effective ways to get a guy to commit. So I look at the picture. I'm like, oh, how cute. Isn't it? Doesn't it just look like rom-com? That's what told me there would be things wrong in this, that it looked like a rom-com. It's written by Rory Ray, who is a female author. Um, so it's written by a woman. Keep that in mind. And there's some of them are good. I'm going to skip those because we agree. I want to point out what's wrong here. Um, and then I'll, I'll share with you a little bit about what she says that's right. But I, I'm not going to be able to dig into it because it's stuff that I, I agree with. So she says there's 10 surprisingly effective ways to get a guy to commit. Number one, love him, but don't be his girlfriend is what's listed as number one. What does that mean exactly? Love him, but don't be his girlfriend. That's ridiculous. Okay. You can't go from being somebody's hookup to being somebody's wife. 
There's an in-between for a reason. Because when you date somebody, as a man, you know this guy's in the chat, when you date somebody and you, you know, decide you, we're going to be, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, we're going to take it to the next step, that's kind of like a testing ground for marriage. You want to meet the families, you want to see how they behave, maybe you move in together even, depending upon, you know, how you feel about that. But you're, there's, there's a growing closeness that happens and there's expectations. You want to see how does she behave around the house? You know, what is her attitude around her friends? There's a lot of things that happen in a relationship where you are boyfriend and girlfriend that don't happen in a hookup scenario. Also, let me say, if you're a woman out there and you tell a guy, I don't want to be your girlfriend, um, it's a red flag. He's immediately going to be like, well, well, why not? What's she doing? Why am I not enough? What's she doing on the side that she's worried or afraid of that label? They will immediately misread that, even if you are well-intentioned and saying to yourself, well, I read this article on your tango and it said that if I become the girlfriend, I'm never going to become the wife. They don't know, honey, that you read this article and you swallowed it. They just think that you're looking to have hookups on the side and it's not appealing. It's very attractive to men to meet women who are old-fashioned in the sense that they really want that one boyfriend, that one guy, that one person they fall in love with, that's going to really be their everything, that's going to ground them, that's going to be, you know, the the father of their children. I know that sounds antiquated to a lot of people, but it's actually deeply attractive to men, even in the modern world, and increasingly rare in women, so becoming more and more increasingly attractive to men. Let's look at number two. This is so dumb. I don't even, I don't even understand it, to be honest. Don't be exclusive until you're engaged. What? So what are you supposed to do? Is this person suggesting that you're supposed to be hooking up, hooking up, hooking up with other people, and then you get engaged, and that's when the exclusivity... Is that not the dumbest thing you ever heard? First of all, that doesn't even work. How does that even make sense? We're all dating around, dating everyone, dating other people, and then all of a sudden we're engaged? Doesn't that sound like a pretty rapid like jump. There's no phase in between where that exclusivity is tested. Don't you want to test that exclusivity, by the way, to make sure that both partners are capable of doing it, that it works for you both, that you like it, that the, the, the union makes sense and is satisfying and gratifying enough that the sexual attraction doesn't fall off the hill like it does in some married couples. Don't you want to test that ground? I personally would. I think this is a big mistake to hold out. And this idea of like holding out, it's almost like they, they want women to play these mind games. Like, well, I'm not going to become exclusive unless you marry me. So if you want that exclusivity, you have to marry me. Guys don't like that. It, it feels like a game. It feels like pressure. It feels like you're trying to get something out of him and it's all agenda driven. They don't want to feel like that. They want to feel like they have a woman who wants to be exclusive with them because she loves him. She wants just him. And again, she's got that tunnel vision. Guys love a woman who has that tunnel vision because it means she's not looking to do the nasty on the side. She's just looking to be with you. And that reads to them as someone who's going to be trustworthy, someone who they're going to be able to count on, someone they're not going to have to worry about, someone that's not going to stress their life out, someone who's not going to be partying out in the club with the girlfriends half naked two years deep into a marriage. It reads that way because that's how it is. They're right. So this advice is terrible. Uh, number three, let's get to number three. That's ter this is terrible too. Date more than one man at a time. Horrible, horrible. Guys, oh, it would be such a turnoff to men. If you ever say to a guy, yeah, you know, I like you, but um, I kind of want to like date, date around, date. <laughs> you're done, honey. You're, done. You're, you're not going home to mom. You're not being taken seriously. They're not going to chase you. 
maybe if they're only looking for something, you know, they, maybe they'll say, well, I'll continue to sleep with this one because, uh, you know, the sex is good, but that's it. I'm not taking her seriously anymore. That's deeply ungratifying to a man. Very unattractive to hear a woman say to a man, yeah, I'm just going to like, you know, date more. They don't want, again, guys don't want to visualize people that you had sex with 20 years ago, 10 years ago, two years ago, 20 minutes ago, or tomorrow when they're out of town. They don't, it's like they want to believe that you were virginal and then they arrived and now it's just you and them for the rest of it. It's just, that's all they want to visualize. They don't want to, it's, it's uncomfortable for them to visualize that other stuff. So the more you put that into their head that you're going to, oh yeah, you know, you think you're making them jealous and all that stuff. Mm -mm. It just reads like mind games and it's not going to work for you because you're not going to be taken seriously. And the rest then try to, oh, this one, be able to receive love. What does that mean? I mean, are we in the rom-com again? I hate when this stuff, be able to receive love. Yes, okay. So in other words, don't be damaged beyond measure where you're like, I don't know how to receive love. Yeah, that seems like an obvious thing. And if you are damaged, maybe works through some of that emotional trauma before you're gonna take somebody seriously. Okay, the number five is important. And then six through 10, I think is fair, um, mostly. Number five says, don't try to win him over. What? What? And listen to what it says. Let's read it. Don't make him dinner every night, clean his place for him and come over as soon as he says he has the flu. That will put you in the mother or friend category. That's not true. That is not true. Uh, there's a big difference. Guy's not going to see you as mom if he's sexually attracted to you. So that's a talking point. That's utterly ridiculous. Also, guys want to know that you're if, if he's sick and you don't say, is there anything I can do for you? What kind of wife is that going to make? Would you want to marry that person? I wouldn't. And guys want to see a woman that's into them. And let me tell you, if you are a high value man, you're going to have women doing this for you. You're going to have women saying, hey, I'd love to make you dinner. Like, what do you like to eat? Let, let's, I want to do something special. You're going to have women saying, you know, come over. And when they're over, they're going to tidy up. You know, they're going to just do what we do. So if you're not doing any of that and you're like, I'm not doing anything for a man, I'm just going to sit. I'm just going to sit here and make him do everything for me. Well, then you're not going to win the game because if it's a high value man and I, you know, we can take issue with that term. But if you're a guy that has options, let's say that you're going to have options. So and also just why wouldn't you want to do that stuff for your guy? You know, like why, why you, you see somebody you love, you're in their space, needs a little tidying up. Why not? You see somebody sick, you want to help them. You want to be like, hey, let me bring over some oranges, some vitamin C. Like, what can I do to make this better for you? You So if, you, if you're purposely not doing that to make some type of point, then he's not going to pick you. If you're not doing it because you don't care about him and you're selfish, well, he's not picking you. If you're not doing it because you read some article that says, oh, if you do too much, he's going to turn you into mom, then you're brain dead. So he can't pick you anyway. You got to be, you know, guys are looking for somebody who's going to care about them. And that's not like, oh, I'm going to turn into a mom. No, there's a big difference between a mom and a caring wife. But caring is caring, right? So if you're paranoid that he's going to turn you into some type of mom figure, you got some deeper problems going on that your tango can't fix. Um, and the rest is, you know, tell him how you feel, be vulnerable. That's all good. Be in touch with your feelings. Tell him what you want is an interesting one. I think there's some truth to that. You can tell a guy what you want, but let, don't become nagging. That doesn't mean make demands constantly or nag or, you know, you... you <laughs> Guys operate really well with peace around them in the home, and they don't operate really well with chaos around them in the home. And the reason is that they encounter a lot of chaos in life oftentimes. They go to work. They're, you know, the high level of achievement in these 
for lack of a better word, high value men, there's a lot of stress that they encounter in their day. They don't want you to be part of that stress. They want to come home and they want there to be calm, you know, where the waves kind of settle for a minute. Because if you have waves crashing all day outside of the house and then you have waves crashing all day inside of the house, eventually you're going to drown. You're going to develop some type of anxiety, stress. It's going to become, you know, unbearable. And it's going to be a situation that then you want to escape from. So women have an extraordinary ability to bring peace when we want to. When we really want to create that calm, beautiful space, I think we have the ability to do it better than anybody. But it's a choice. It's a decision. Um, and we all know that as females, sometimes we get a little twisted and we like to twist others, right? Let me, let me test him. I'm a little twisted. Let me test and see how far I can push. Bad idea, honey. Bad idea. Not going to go well for you just saying. So those are some red flags in dating I just wanted to bring forth. Sometimes I get questions about you know, dating, this, that. I got a question on Manect. Actually, I have to answer that question. By the way, everyone, um, Manect is that app that PBD created. I lowered the rates over there to be more compatible with you guys. I, I didn't set up the initial rates. And then the app kind of um, went through a period where it readjusted and everything got out of whack, including the, which I didn't realize. So those have been adjusted. If you have any personal questions you don't want to share in the chat or you don't want to share here, head over to Manect. You can click. You can send me a text message right to my phone. You can send me, a, we can arrange a FaceTime call, whatever it may be. I'm happy to do that. doesn't have to be on dating and relationships. Can be, can be on anything, health and well, anything really. Okay, feminism is destroying women. I want you to watch this and I want you to watch it carefully. This is, this is hard to watch, but very important to watch. And I'm not gonna come at it from the perspective of, you know, trying to rip this woman up because I think she's going through a lot. But you need to see what feminism has done for women because all you see is Drew Afala with a big old smile on all the time. Feminism, yeah, you see these shirts with the like girl power symbols and you know that one with the woman that she's always like got her guns out. This, what you're about to see, this is the real face of what feminism has done. Let's listen. I'm sitting here with just this horrible realization. I've been divorced for three years, and in that three years, I have spent most of my days figuring out how I can become physically, mentally, financially, spiritually healthy enough to be able to afford and take care of a child. And not only have I taken that time, but I've done the math and it, it does not work out. I am not young enough or fertile enough or financially stable enough. to even do another round of IVF and at 36 like I'm sorry like you're gonna say like you have time like I don't because I can't spend another minute of my life trying to make something work When I'm just fighting upstream, I don't have a support system. I don't have the money. 
I don't have the resources or the community. And it just kills me. It kills me that I had embryos with my ex-husband that were viable. And they're just gone now. And my future... My future with those children. Okay, so it's heartbreaking. You know, I know we do a lot of videos here where I can yell and scream and we can all have a party, but it, that's heartbreaking to watch. Um, if, you know, if you have a soul out there, you're going to feel some type of way about what you just saw. But it's important to watch. That is the face of modern feminism. That is what happens. That is the impact of... I don't need a man, right? It looks like, you know, you you see that Chelsea Handler video and she's like, you know, having fun and drinking her wine in the morning and partying it up. You don't see what may be some antidepressants in the mix and all that. But you see this facade of what that looks like. Now, this woman got divorced. Um, she's lonely. She's depressed. She's scared. She's 36, which is not a baby. She's looking at her diminishing options she's hyper aware that she has some fertility issues not to say that that would be everybody's reality at 36 but it is her reality which is why she went through the whole embryo process in the first place uh, when she was much younger she's now hyper aware of this fertility issue this is where the delay model the i don't need a man model and the freeze your eggs model leaves women D does she look happy to you and she's saying, you know, I have no support system. I have no community because she may be somebody who doesn't have a big family to lean on, who doesn't have any sort of structure to lean on, which leads us to then a political question of how do you think this woman's going to vote? How do you think that this woman who is alone and out in the world and is telling you, my fertility is non-existent. I am not financially stable enough to support myself. I'm aging. I'm depressed. I'm divorced. I don't know what to do. She's going to be looking for the help from somewhere. She's telling you she doesn't have the support structure from her family. That support structure will 100% very likely become the government. And that is why, you know, modern leftism loves to preach this message to women. Do you understand how it ties in? If you tell women, I don't need man, this, that, oh, freeze your eggs, all that. These women land and are then, you know, needy of the state and puppets of the state. Now, I don't know why she got divorced, but was that encouraged? I find myself asking, was that encouraged? Was that something you did because he wasn't the perfect guy? Was there something you could have worked on maybe that would have, I, I don't know. I can't answer that question. Maybe not. But the reality is, is that when you, you know, we live in a world now that does treat marriage in a fickle way. It's the divorce rates are what they are. It's not good. We live in a world where a lot of women are being told, you don't need this guy. You can do it all yourself. Then they come out and they realize they can't, right? How much easier would her life be? First of all, if she had a man in her life, that whole issue of trying for, a, at least they'd be able to try for a child, right? That's number one. Financial stability doesn't decrease when you have somebody else in the home. I mean, that guy would be working in some capacity, right? There would be some money flowing in. She would have the beauty of a union of a man in that house, which I guarantee you would, it would decrease a lot of the depression and loneliness and anxiety that she's feeling. And she would have resources at her disposal through that man. And, and I find it fascinating that the message is now don't lean on a man, but lean on the government. Lean on an institution.
but don't lean on a man because he may betray you or he may fail you. Like the government and these institutions don't fail you, one. And secondly, why not tell women, make sure you're with a quality guy. You know, make sure that you're maximizing the stuff about you that will attract a high quality guy. Make sure you're not delaying to a point where your fertility is a problem. Make sure you're cognizant of the fact that if a guy wants a family, that will be a priority for him. Don't delay, prioritize that, attract a guy that's going to be a source of stability for you and you will wind up happy. My heart breaks for that woman. It breaks for that woman and I'm livid at the messaging that's getting sent her way by the modern feminists because they don't care about her. They don't care about her. So if you're a woman out there and you are following the protocol of the modern feminist movement and you're increasingly getting concerned about your you know, age is climbing and the fertility, what's going on there, stop, reassess and change direction. By the way, if you're a guy out there, number one, have compassion for what's going on here with these women because you know this is a sad, sad predicament. But also be aware that now you may be encountering women like this who you're going to meet who have delayed who have made choices to either focus on career or whatever it may be, who followed the I don't need a man philosophy, realized that was a problem and now are landed there, okay? There's gonna be more and more of those women out there. You're gonna have actually a ballooning generation of depressed, lonely, anxious, financially unstable women that you're going to be able to thank the modern feminist movement for producing and they're gonna be big, pharma customers, and they are going to be big stewards of the state. That's where we're headed. And they're going to be a very powerful voting block in this country. And they're not going to be happy no matter what. So I'm just, I'm just, the reason I showed that video is because sometimes we need to show something serious to be like a wake up like this to everyone out there. All right, let's get to something. Now that we did the series, hit that subscribe button for me, hit that like button. And by the way, pass the channel along to anyone who you think could use it or could get a laugh in you know we do have our laughs we do serious stuff but we have our laughs we're about to have a big one right now who's ready for a laugh after that serious video raise your hand to the chat you know i have the uh, x-ray vision so i can see you i can also see delhi from the corner of my eye i don't know what he's doing over there but it looks shady that's all i'm gonna say he wore his uh he's going for the i'm a criminal look he told me today so i don't know you let us know how he's doing does he look like he's about to rob a bank if so he's been successful that's the look he was going for today he told me before that. i'm not lying all right, so let's talk about a guy who says his wife doesn't mind that his wardrobe is 50% female, meaning 50% of the wardrobe is women's clothes. What do you think about that? Guys, would you, how do you, what do you think? If you went to your woman and you were like, hey, listen, uh, I'm straight, but um, I really dig these high heels and this skirt. What do you think? You want to go shopping with me? Come on. This is the matrix. Notice how this is popping up everywhere. The guys in the skirts, straight guys, guys in skirts, guys in heels. And you're supposed to be like, oh, that's normal. That is weird. It's weird. I'm sorry. It's weird. Let's read about it. Daily Mail. You got to see the photos too. I got pictures. You got him, Deli? Deli's laughing already. Okay, let's bring him up. First of all, the guy is of age, shall we say. 63 is from Dallas. What's going on, Texas? You doing something crazy? All right. It says, Mark Bryan from Texas proudly dons women's skirts and heels to his day job. A heterosexual man who wears heels and skirts to the office shuns trousers and says his wardrobe is 50% women's clothing as revealed how his wife doesn't mind. Oh, how nice. 
He's been proudly donning women's skirts and heels to his day job at a robotics engineer. As oh, Can you imagine an engineer to boot? Wow. I was fully expecting to hear that he was like some, I'm not kidding, some type of feminine profession. I'm just saying, come on, don't hate, you know it's true. He says he's always been interested in exploring his style from when he was in college. Now he wears women's skirts and heels to the office and says the only time he's not wearing heels is on the football pitch. Interesting. He says he sees clothing as genderless, despite receiving stares from strangers when he goes out in public. All right, let's scroll this. I want people to see the photos. I know, Deli, you're holding out. Let's take a look. Scroll it up. It's let's funny, see. Because from the top, it looks normal. Right. The top looks like, all right, what do we get? Let's just scroll down. What? All the way down. Oh, heavens. And hi. Look at those. Was it four inch? Wow. Nice pair of legs. Nice stems. Mark, but uh, okay. Does this something you, ladies in the chat, can you let me know if your husband's walking around? Look at him. <laughs> Platform. Look at this on the right. We're going to scroll through all the photos first. Let's keep going. Look on the right, those heels. Pink, no less. A little added touch. Let's keep going down. All the way down. There's more, Deli, I think. I'm pretty sure. All the way down. Oh, look. <gasps> look, <laughs> denim. That looks like denim to me. Look, look. And a, but there's something about the pose, too, that's a little. I'm a little concerned. If I saw my dad doing that, I'd be like, Dad, what's going on? Let's talk. Doesn't look genderless at all. It doesn't look, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, is this the new masculinity? Everyone, look, and oh multiple God. outfits. This is what masculinity looks like in 2023. I'm asking for a friend, everybody. Does it? Asking for a friend. Keep going down. Let's see. Is that the end? It might be one more. I'm not sure. Zolt, look at the, the length of the article. Okay. So we saw the, the photos says he's a straight cis male. You know, now you have to say cis. Like, what? what straight male's not... He, I'm just going to say he's a straight male because it's very obvious that's a, a biological male. I don't play this cis, this, cis. I'm done with the woke terms. Over, game over. Done. Okay. So it says he's a straight male and he's supported by his wife. I've received a bit of backlash, he says, from the LGBTQ plus community accusing me of not standing with them. But how I dress is not about gender or sexuality. Honey, what is it about? What went wrong in your life that you're doing this? Tell us. We need to know in the chat. Come on, JB Live. We'll talk. He says he grew up in Dallas, Texas. His style was influenced by the 70s music group Kiss, who would perform in heel platforms. Just, honey, it's not the same. What you're doing and what Kiss was doing is not the same. Yes, Kiss used to wear the platform shoes. I don't remember seeing Kiss in a little top is a, a button-down shirt and a tie, and the bottom is a business skirt and a pair of, of, of shoes that look like a businesswoman going to work. Can we acknowledge that there's a difference there, love? Man, he has, listen to this, he's a father of three. Imagine the kids. Are they boys? Oh, boy. He says, I've always been fascinated by stilettos and high heels. I'd wear them in college with my girlfriend at the time who also loved heels. Who were you dating that the girl was like, oh, let's go out together. It's definitely okay. not the same So thing. it's not, that's Kiss. <laughs> does this look like the same type of situation, audience? No, it does not. Then he says, to me, high heels give the illusion of confidence, which should be enjoyed by anyone regardless of gender and sexual orientation. He's making it like it's not a female thing, heels. It's just about confidence. Can you imagine the type of psychosis going on? I'm not even lying. He says, I paired some red pumps with a red tie and never looked back. Who, what guy talks like this? Can you imagine? Folks in the audience, you imagine you call your dad up, if you're lucky enough to have a dad that's in your life, and I hope that you are. If I called my dad up on the phone today, and I talked to him every single day, my dad, and he said to me, listen, I went shopping, and I said, what'd you buy, dad? And he said, oh, I, I went to the store, and I, um, 
I went dressed really nice. And I said, oh, really, Dad? You usually don't talk about your fashion. What were you wearing? Oh, I paired some red pumps with a red tie, and I never looked back. I would immediately say, could you put Mom on the phone for a second? And I'd say, what? What did, did you give him some type of something, some type of drug? What is going on over there that ain't right? Now, we can't say this anymore in this society because everything is fluid and everybody's expressing themselves in this way and that way. But does this not strike you as a bit odd? Now, everybody's entitled to their own likes and dislikes. So if his wife is down for it, fine. But can we acknowledge one reality? This is the reality I need you to hear. Most women do not find this appealing. Okay, they are increasingly trying to make women find this attractive. It's like force feeding women. Like I see these interviews and they're like, how do you feel about a guy in a skirt? And they're waiting. And she's like, she doesn't know what to say. She doesn't want to be labeled as, you know, anti this or anti that. She's like, well, I guess, you know, if they want to wear it. No, honey, you know, you'd be out the door in two seconds. Women are not attracted to men in dresses. Okay, we're talking about straight men that are out on the town looking for a match with a woman. If you're in a skirt and high heels, honey, you're going to have a problem. Can we just all acknowledge that reality? Or are we so detached from what is real that we can't just say that because we're afraid we're going to hurt somebody's feelings? That is just a reality. And what I don't like is the spoon feeding. Look, I tried on a dress once, but I didn't like it because it was too feminine, he says. So the outfit that he's picking is not feminine to him. What did that, was he in a ballroom gown? What's he in some type of Cinderella costume? And then he goes on. One more. One more quote, and I swear I'll move on. When I'm going for a more relaxed look, he says, I'll wear a denim skirt and three-inch heels. When I go to the city, I'll wear a block heel because of the cobble streets. Listen to me. If you're a man and you know what a block heel is, something's wrong. Something's going down that ain't cute. You know what a block heel is? Unless you work in the fashion industry, most guys, Jelly, do you know what a block heel is? No. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure if I brought my whole makeup kit in here and I said to Deli, this is this and this is that, he'd be lost in space. <laughs> Thank heavens. But can you imagine if he, I mean, you, listen, there are some things that you just have to acknowledge. You can do whatever you want. I want, again, I want you to build the life you want for yourself. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're a guy out there and you wear stilettos and a miniskirt all day long. Your wife's into it, whatever. But I'm not going to delude the audience by saying that it is, that it, that is the reality that's going to attract most women. Okay? It's not. God, Deli. I, you know, I can't believe we have to have these. I have to have a conversation trying to reset and tell people, yeah, by the way, most women don't like guys in skirts. That's where we're at. Wow. Okay. Do men get tired of being financial providers, sole financial providers? Let's go to 10425. That's number five. What do you think, audience? Think about it while you hear this clip. In his own thing, he's the leader, yeah. the wife is the helper. Yes. And then the second situation, they're both doing their own thing. Exactly. I feel like, personally, I feel like it will work if they were both doing their own thing. Now, I get the aspect of wanting the man to be like the leader, you know, he gets, he's the breadwinner, this, that, and the third. But as a man, like, don't you ever get tired? Like, well, damn, I'm supporting you. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, wait, 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 wait. Get, like get, do I ever get tired of supporting my wife? Not tired of supporting, but it's uh, like, that's like heavy, like doing it. That's what I mean. You, you ask me, do I ever get tired of supporting or picking up my woman, exactly. my, my family? Yeah. You ask me, do I ever get tired of it? Absolutely not. Alone. Hold alone. Uh, alone. Uh, exactly. Okay, listen, listen. Alone. Okay, listen. I've been bred to do that since I was about four or five years old. But you can't tell me that True. that shit don't get tiring at some point. And not saying that you let, don't want listen, to do it. Listen, let me say it again. It. Let me say it again. To be bred to do it means I'm built for this. Mm. If of course. you were I to do it, again, are. again, the difference between men and women, if you guys were to do it, it would feel, that's like 
if I were to lift this tape, try to lift this table up, it would feel different than you trying to lift this table up. It's, it's the same table, same burden. I'm built to lift it. I'm built. I'm built to build this. I'm built to move this around. So he this is fantastic, this clip and delineates the differences between men and women so beautifully. Those women are thinking like women. So she's thinking like like a woman would like, wow, that's so burdensome. If I had she's putting herself in, in that guy's shoe. If I had to carry the weight of being the sole financial provider that can get so heavy, the stress accompanying that I can't even imagine. You're you're a woman. You are going to process that particular responsibility very different from a man. And that guy is saying, that doesn't stress me out. I am built for that. So to answer the question, do men feel burdened by being the sole financial provider? No, they don't. They consider it their job. They consider it their responsibility. They consider it their duty. They consider that they were built for that. They feel immense gratification when they are able to fulfill that. And by the way, men feel very small when they are unable to do that, which is why when men wind up in a situation sometimes where they're in a situation where the woman is making more money and paying more of the bills and stuff, the reason guys feel uncomfortable in that structure is because they feel like they're not doing enough. Like I'm supposed to be able to carry this load. I want to be able to carry this load, not because they're jealous or intimidated by a woman's success, but because they're having a self-reflecting moment where they're saying, I should be able to do this and I can't, so I'm doing something wrong here. And they want to fix it. And they land in this cycle of wanting to fix that, what feels imbalanced to them. And you can understand that, but it's fascinating to see female mindset and male mindset sitting next to each other in this conversation. And it's very hard for them, for, for that woman to understand where he's coming from because she keeps thinking of it in terms of her own experience. Guys are not wired like we are. And it's very hard to process that. Now, what would bother that guy? Let me add this. If that guy did carry that sole financial burden and was underappreciated in that role, in other words, he came home, say he took on that responsibility, he was proud to take on that responsibility and showed up at home and got nagged. And the woman said, well, I'm not going to do laundry and this, that, and the other thing because I'm not a slave, blah, 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 and wasn't giving something in return for what he's bringing to the table and didn't express appreciation for his hard work. That's a guy that's going to be perturbed now, not because he's doing the hard work, but because he's with somebody who doesn't appreciate that he has that sense of duty and will always protect her in that way. You see that? You see how that works? Okay. Feminism only flourishes in privileged societies. We've talked about this before. I was searching for a clip that perfectly expressed what we've been saying here for a very long time. And then we're going to get to the chat. Do we have chats, Deli? Yeah, we have a couple. Uh, they're probably not loading over there. Why is that? What is going on? Is this some type of crazy going on here again with the... All right, you know let's what? See, you're going to have to... try refreshing it. You're going to have to... Pre- <laughs> you know what, Deli? <laughs> I, can, I, I know where the button is. Oh, wait. Are they here? They may be coming. Oh, oh here we go. I did it. You know what? All y'all who think I can't do the tech, get look what the chats are in the screen is all I'm going to say. Actually, let's do the chats now and then I can do the feminism because I don't want to break this train of thought. So we have Omega Resetsu gave five bucks. It's the opposite. Society tells them to not be masculine. Therefore, they have no clue without come off as a great monger. Women changed the rules. Okay. We've got Jane Garcia. This is an odd dollar value. I'm not sure what's going on. It says $54.90. I think it's $10 in Brazil. Oh, okay. Got Brazil. 
I've never been to Brazil, but I do fancy it. Just saying. Much love for you from Brazil. Same problems happen here. Luckily, we have influencers who are helping us to get out of the matrix and feminism. P.S. I love when you say nasty, nasty. I need a nasty button. I don't know, man. The people here, I really, how many times do I have to tell them I need a nasty button? Okay. Omega Rosatsu came back again. I live near DFW, the San Francisco of Texas. Interesting. Okay. We're going to wait for more chats to come in. Remember, get on in there. If you have questions, you have comments, you want me to answer a question, if you want to hear me say nasty, I don't know, 10 times in a row, who knows? You guys, some people are weird. They have weird quirks. What can I say? All right. Let's do Feminism Only Flourishes. Let's do number six, Deli. Let's play it. Correlated to because you are Western civilized women. If I put you in any other country, Afghanistan, Africa, which is other parts of the world, people live in other lives. If you look at how they follow their men, not in a bad negative way because it's following, you'll really see the real world application that's not sucked into some city society of working in a fucking cubicle and raising two children where it's like you really need a man for self-protection and bondage. It's true. I, I would agree. I would say yes, indifferent, but it's true because in different countries, like they, they run so differently. And I feel like in America, you are specifically like we do have that, like a woman needs to be so independent. They need to like, it's, it's, it's becoming more accepted. So I do get that point, but I feel like there's nothing wrong with like, not needing a man. I'm not saying that like my life is going to be 100% dandy without a man because I do recognize that there are things that I would need a man for to make my life easier. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that I can't get it done. Um, okay. <laughs> I've said this before in other podcasts. Here we Ladies, go. this is the first time you're going to hear this. I wrote this in my book also. <sighs> women in general, women in general, women in general, not all. Notice I said not all. Not all, but women in general are uncomfortable being happy. <laughs> The reason I say that right now is because every time I give you guys two scenarios, you pick the scenario where you're going to have to work harder than you would yeah, the there other you go. scenario. So is that true? That's an interesting question, too. Are women unhappy being happy? You ever notice sometimes you have some friends out there that every time there's peace in the water, they're looking for that turbulence, right? They're like I, like they needy of some type of turbulence, which is why sometimes, by the way, when they date the nice guys, a.k.a. the doormats, they get bored. Right. And then somebody rolls along and he's just a headache. Right. You ever see these guys that are like a walking headache? You just know, you know, it's going to be drama. And they're like looking over there for some, you know, hmm, what's going on over there? You know, it's a little bit of spicy food over there. I'm tired of my, you know, rotisserie chicken. That happens. Some women are like that. And usually they wind up miserable when that happens because they go over there and the spicy food gives them a stomach ache in about 24 hours, right? It tastes good at first. You know, when you get that spicy food, you're just down at it. And then all of a sudden, three hours later, you're in the bathroom like, why did I do that? That's what happens when you spend time with a bad boy. Just saying. So um, this is interesting. The whole concept of in other countries where this, this I don't need a man stuff doesn't thrive because they're not privileged, and you need a man for survival, right? You're very cognizant of the fact that the man is bigger and stronger because you don't want him to be too far away from you at any point because you're in a perpetual danger zone, right? And there's, I'm not just talking about countries where, you know, people are living in the jungle. I'm talking about, or whatever, you know, the forest, or, you know, you're thinking primitive in some way. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's countries where there are imminent dangers all the time. 
right, of, of war, of drills, of all sorts of violence and very cognizant of the strength and importance and need of those men. Also, I love these comments like, oh, I don't think it's bad to, you know, say I don't need a man. You're repelling guys, honey. So number one, if you ever want to find someone to be with long term, you keep saying that you're just repelling guy after guy after guy. So it's a problem for you in that respect. And secondly, this whole I'm going to get it done. It's like they, they think of men as, jo- as as people who execute jobs that you can just hire out now. Oh, I can call a plumber. I can call this one. I can call. You still don't have the guy in the house all of the time. You're not going to be able to hire everything out. And what a sad way to look at it, too. Like, oh, I can get it done. Good luck. Good luck trying. Let's see how that goes. All right. Uh, oh, this is one of my favorite clips of the day. So, women in the chat, are you easy to please? Don't lie. Don't lie. I got my eye on you like this. Guys in the chat, are women easy to please? You know, you're all like, oh, no. Deli's like, no. <laughs> Let's listen to clip number seven. Me, like, if you're like a, a guy, like you have, like, you have a little bit of game, right? You get a girl on a date. Like, girls are so easy to please. Like, just to be Girls nice. are... Women are easy to please. Like, if you're just nice and, like, m- m- buy dinner, like, I feel like Whoa. you're good to go, like, as yeah. a guy. And, like, if she's if she likes you, if she likes you, then it's, like... It's just, that buy, one just, just buy dinner. That's it, guys. All you got to do is buy dinner, be nice. Yeah, the one caveat... That'll get you a girlfriend, I'm sure. Yeah, I feel like the one caveat... <laughs> you need, here yo, you need a lot more than that. You need a lot more it's than that. It's because girls but It's say, a good start. Okay, let's stop. As a dude, can you imagine the brain dead that goes into, and by the way, the brainwashing, we got all the brain words here, that goes into saying women are so easy to please. I don't know one woman, myself included, who is easy to please. I am not easy to please. My mother, you know I love you, mama. You're probably listening. You are not easy to please. Women who say they're easy to please are usually the hardest to please, right? Like somebody who says, oh, I don't like drama. I don't like drama. You know that's the biggest, oh, forget it. You're going to be walking into some type of soap opera every day, right? Whereas somebody like me, I acknowledge, you know what, a little bit of drama. I don't mind watching The Bachelor every now and then and soaking in that drama. You know, go for people who have some degree of self-awareness. That's number one. Secondly, it is utterly ridiculous Women are very challenging to please. They, when it comes to the dating marketplace, they will say, I want somebody with six figures. I want, you know, there is a reason that people like MLD talk about the money muscles game frame because they know they're in that marketplace and they know that unless you bring a whole lot to the table, women are just going to be like, nope, nope, nope. Because again, they live in an online world and they think they have a gazillion options every time they walk down the street, every time they open Tinder, every time they open their social media, their Instagram DMs and whatnot. So they are extremely difficult to please in the vast majority of cases. And by the way, if you spend that money on that first dinner and you're going out of your way and doing it, she's going to right away simp. He's, you know, he wants me too much. He doesn't have any options. Forget this guy. So again, I always tell you to that first date, low key, guys, low key, no fancy cars, no dozen roses, no Five-star restaurant, no spending the cash like it's going out of style. Downplay yourself. I don't care if you're sitting on seven figures. Downplay yourself on that first date and see if it sticks. Figure out if she's there for you or if she needs the stuff. 
right? And I guarantee you, the more effort you put in initially, the more you'll be labeled like, oh, he's got nothing else going on. That's it. it I know it's counterintuitive sometimes, but it will be that way. Okay. Uh, we're going to get to Hollywood is Satanic next. Oh, look, we got Omega Setsu again. The Matrix movie. Agent Smith said that humans rejected the first version of Matrix because it was a utopia and humans, feminists, thrive on conflict. That's true. I think there needs to be a little bit of storm in the sea. I don't mind a little bit of storm, you know. And they always say the makeup sex is really good after you have a big fight, right? That is true. You know that. I've lived that experience. You know, every now and then my husband and I will disagree on something. It's quite well for me is all I'm going to say. Oh uh, <laughs> That's right, Deli. That's right. Sometimes we overshare on JB Live. Okay. Alvin Sam gave five bucks. Men are easier to please. The issue is that women have not figured it out. Men are, can I, and that's a great um, conversation. Men are much easier to please than women. Men are much simpler in terms of what will put a smile on their face than women. But women don't want to do the stuff that, it's, it's almost like they, they fight the few things, you know, that bring in peace to the home, you know, being feminine, being, you know, pleasant to be around, you know, not inviting constant conflict and stress, you know, caring about the home and, and wanting to be a great mom, not being, you know, having a promiscuous past, not talking about the ex-boyfriends. It's really like very simple. It's almost like if you had two manuals, how to win over a guy, the man, you'd have like five, a five page manual and it would be really nice and put together. And then how to win over a woman and you have a stack this high that you'd have to, you'd be reading from now till kingdom come. Is that not fair? Okay. So there's all this talk about Hollywood doing satanic stuff, you know, weird stuff. I see this tweet from Sneeko with a video. Let's play it. Number eight. This is Megan Fox. Rank each other's blood might mislead people or like people are imagining us with like goblets and we're like Game of Thrones drinking each other's blood. It's just a few drops. But yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes only. <laughs> It is used for a reason and it is controlled where it's like, let's shed a few drops of blood and each drink it. He's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic where he's willing to just like cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, take my soul. Let me lean on you. <laughs> it doesn't not happen. Let me tell you, maybe not exactly like that, but it, a version of that has happened many times. Okay. So, first of all, nasty. Ew. Nasty in like a different way. Like, bleh, right? Secondly, Megan Fox is the epitome of the modern woman, like on steroids. But like she, she is that modern woman that I tell you to be careful about. She's very attractive, right? You can dangle her in front of somebody and like guys will almost get hypnotized by this. She seems to be Looney Tunes to me. And now you have this odd ritual. What, what type of ritual, honey, are you doing exactly that you need to consume somebody's blood? Now, why am I bringing this to your attention? Well, I'm bringing this to your attention because we often get told, you know how the conspiracy theories of yesterday turn into the truths and reality of today? There's a lot of talk about Hollywood and getting into some really wild stuff. You see the award shows where now we're looking at like the satanic stuff happening on the stage. Very, very creepy, very dark stuff that's, that's bleeding out not to use the word bleed, but bleeding out into society and creating this moral decay 
That is the same culture, by the way, that's creating I don't need a man, that's creating masculinity is toxic, that's breaking off men and women, that's, you know, uh, making fun of traditional gender roles, that's making fun of stay-at-home housewives. It's all connected and it's all just corrupt, decaying society. So if, if you watched this and you were like, that's normal, maybe you might be missing a beat too, but... Most people would tune into that Megan Fox clip and be like, wow, am I just surrounded by some type of what is going on exactly? I'm just telling you to have those little antennas up. That's what Sneeko's saying, by the way, in his intro on that clip. This is the best clip of the day, I think, on delusional young women rating men versus women. I want you to look at the images and I want you to see how these young women date uh, rate, I'm sorry, date God. Rate men versus women. Deli, let's pull up number nine and watch this. This is incredible. Great pictures of people out of 10. All right, so there's this guy first. Oh my God. Don't even, he's Negative one million. Okay, what about this girl? She's a 10, she's pretty. She's, she's a 10 out of 10. All right, what about this girl? I think he's a five. All right, what about this girl? She's a seven. What about this girl? She's a five. He's a three. Wait, so this guy's a three, but this girl is a ten? Yes. She's literally gorgeous. What do you mean? She's majestic. But she's yeah, obese, like... though. Well, she is. She is. I know you're not talking looking like a whole and hummy dumpty. Do you think I'm fat? Yes, you can look like it. Oh, baby. Where, where's that fat? Like, where's that fat up? I'm not body shaming. Isn't it a fact that she's obese? She's not obese. She's gorgeous. What do you mean? She's literally more gorgeous than really? you. But isn't it a fact that she's obese, though? Yeah, but she's gorgeous. Okay, it doesn't matter if she's over, like, big. She's literally gorgeous. Why are you, like, pointing out the fact that she's fat? Literally, no one cares. I don't care. She's literally gorgeous. Because isn't fat unattractive? They're pointing out. No. No? Then why did you rate this fat guy negative 10? Because... Oh my god, just shut the f*** up, you little white... Okay, so do you see... So what's fascinating to me, so many things you see in this. The guy is just cool, calm, and collected. The women are like, there's young girls already. You, you can see the programming starts young, and they're kind of like unhinged, cursing, you know, defensive, whatever. You know how we talk about all the time you can criticize men in, in modern day society but you can't criticize women. Look at it. You got these obese women, big and fat women, right? And you and they're getting rated, oh, is it eight, a nine, a 10. They're beautiful. You see these guys that they're holding up pictures of and the guys are fit. The guys are, you know, slim. They take care of them. Oh, he's a fine. I don't like, oh, I don't like his hair. Oh, his nose. Isn't it a little bit crooked? Anytime you got a woman that's, 250 pounds on a good day and it's like oh who cares how dare you say she's obese so do you see the double standard that arises now if you didn't care across the board and you weren't somebody that wasn't into looks and you gave a pretty you know consistent answer across the board fine but these women now are being trained that it's okay to rip on men but goff you can't say anything bad about a woman ever if she's fat you can't say she's fat if she's, you know, whatever, you can't, you can't speak the truth. If she's a five, you can't say she's a five. You got to say she's a 10, right? But if the guy is like an eight, you got to bump him down to like a six because you get to be extra picky. And plus, don't those guys need their egos wrecked a little bit anyway? That is the messaging from the modern feminist movement. So I wanted you to see it on display in that moment. It's crazy to see it like that, isn't it? And they're so young. You're like, when does this start? Young. It starts in school. It starts in middle school. As somebody who taught in these schools, it starts in middle school. 
All right, let's talk about OnlyFans. Let me see how much we have. Oh, we're almost done. Let's talk about OnlyFans. I know you you want to hear about how OnlyFans. You have guys in the chat that are spending money on OnlyFans. Own up. None of you gonna admit it, but there's probably somebody in there that spent a little bit of cash. Okay, let's listen to what she has to say about you. Let's go to two thirty seven number ten. Now. And so, I should say this to all men. My customers are the biggest losers in the world. No girl will ever like you. You are a loser. <laughs> Damn. They all know it. It's it's true. That's the right. They, it, dude, I, I have financial dominatrix. Men pay Damn. me to make fun of them every day. Call hey, them babies. little dick losers. Yeah. You're all little dick losers. If you watch porn, oh, you're a little dick loser. Like if you pay, well, you can watch porn. But if you pay for porn, you're a little dick loser. Oh, and shit. every girl who does Thinks the same of you. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just oh, true. Oh, oh, oh. There's, well, yeah, there's this no point. No, she sounds like true. Wait, wait, wait. No, she, they, 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 I, I respect the honesty. Wait, picture. Can you point toward a camera and, and say, say that? a little dick loser? <laughs> hey, yes. Say it, say it. Yes. Right go ahead. Where's the camera? Uh, right here. Okay, and then they go on and on and on. And you know why she's saying this? Because she makes a living, by the way, out of humiliating men. Guys pay her. For her to humiliate them. And I will guarantee you she did that show and she walked off there and she got money from these simpy guys at home that are like, tell me I'm a loser. <laughs> oh my you know? God, you did it publicly? Right, <laughs> you did it pu You get an extra 20 bucks. Can you do it again? Can you do it more? Can you, can you look at the camera like you did on Fresh and Fit? You know, these guys that are just lost, you know, but she's telling you the truth. And they say it all the time. These women will say directly, guys, to your face, you're a loser if you spend money. And then what do you do? You go, not all of you, but there are some of you that go and spend that money. Do not spend money on women unless you are dating them. And this is a woman who appreciates you, who deserves that money, who deserves that time. I'm all for, I'm all for spending money on a quality woman. I'm all for it. I am not all for guys going bankrupt, sitting on OnlyFans, giving their cash to women who are outright telling you they don't give a you know what about you. You got to wake up. You got to spend that money on the gym. Spend that money on some good quality food to put in your freezer and your refrigerator. Spend that money on, you know, trips to go spend time with your family. Spend that money on leveling up and, you know, taking some online programs to perfect your skill. That's where you spend that money. They're telling you in their own words. And by the way, guys who watch the pornography, I'm telling you, even if you're just watching it for free, your girl finds out about that, a high-value woman's going to be like, mm -mm, I'm out. That's unattractive. So I'm just telling you straight up, it's not an attractive trait. It's, it's a very low-value trait. you got to break that cycle. That's why all these red pill guys, by the way, are saying break that cycle because they know how unattractive it is to women. All right. Last clip of the day, and then we're going to check in in the chat. Actually, let me check in. Do we have other ones other than this one, Deli? Oh, okay, cool. Um, Rapudro, okay, is 10 bucks. said, don't nag a man. If you need something done, make a list, and we will get it done. So that's interesting. That's about nagging. We talked about that before. Um, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Do we have time for one more? I just want to do one more, guys, if we can. Can we do one more? No? Okay. All right. We got to wrap. We got to wrap. Okay, cool. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here today. We're going to be back uh, Wednesday with a brand new pop and show. And I appreciate you. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, show some love, and we'll see you back here on Wednesday. Bye.